Well, hello everybody and welcome again to Saints Radio. I am very blessed today to be able to be back on site here in this luxurious booth (laughs) that we populate. And I just give thanks to the Lord for His restoration and for giving strength and for allowing uh, us to be positioned to move in a sevenfold way as the enemy flees. And uh, with all of that, I thank him. And I also want to thank Monica for doing such an exemplary job of ministry during the time when I was not able to be here. (coughs) Excuse me. And also for connecting me last week uh, remotely. That was quite a that was quite a technical um, wonder. But it's good to be back in the booth. We are busily preparing for the virtual seminar, which is uh, going to begin tomorrow. Um, after this broadcast, there's going to be a lot of different tests. We've got. Some very important people, some VIPs coming up here to work to see that everything is going to work properly. So this is a very busy day and I'm just very thankful to the Father who, um, he's so faithful. He's so faithful. I know you agree with that, wouldn't you? Oh, I just so much agree with that. Um, Yeah, today's, excuse me, my hair got stuck in the... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the mic stand. You're not used to it. She's sitting over by my mic normally. But I've been sitting here for a couple of weeks now, yeah. so it's quite an honor to to take the the king's place for a ah! few days. <laughs> Maybe that mic is saying, "Hey, he's he's across the table. Let me yank on your hair." And the only reason why I'm over here today is because I have the squishier chair. You have the prime chair. <laughs> Pastor, Pastor's over there reclining. As, today, as I much am as he enjoying can. that chair. <laughs> I remember hoisting this thing up here. <laughs> we we actually had the same chairs for years. Yeah. Until some some one of the big one of the big one of the three bears came up here one day and sat in my chair. The largest bear. The largest bear and broke it. He blew out all the shots. And when I came up here for Saints Radio and sat down in the chair, I almost went down to the floor. Yeah, she was in the she was in the uh, foyer. <laughs> so Pastor was gracious enough to. Ruby found the chair. For Ruby us. was gracious. Thank you, Ruby. And it was delivered, and she put it together, and I hoisted it up. Yeah, but it literally is almost like a cushiony reclining chair. Oh, it's great. <laughs> if I fall asleep, just nudge me. Okay. Yeah, but today's. I'm know, not going to fall asleep. No, I know you're not. I'm not going to let you. But this is Tuesday, leading into the seminar, and normally, under normal circumstances, we'd be having an afternoon session at 2.30. Yeah. And my heart grieves just a little bit because I I actually have grown to really love that time with the Saints. It's, It was originally entitled the Newcomers Class, and we set that time aside for many, many years to, to really host our new people that had come in for the seminar for the first time and get them caught up, pray for them. Yeah, um, because, because the principle is something that we all face whenever we go out in ministry and will again when um, when God unleashes the visitation that we've been preparing for right. because you can't you can't at the same time 
deal with the meat of the word and deal with people who stumble in or are led in by the Spirit who have don't have any clue as to what we're doing, don't have any clue about diversities of tongues, don't you know, and you've got to minister to those folks. So that was our that was our motive. Yeah, and it was always it was always an exciting time where we were able to share who we are and what God has called us to and speak a little bit um, into the lives of the new people and, and also pray for them for the filling of the spirit, for diversities of tongues, you know, for all of those things and 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 really believing and we still believe this as people come in that exponentially they'll be caught up um, in a very rapid pace. Yes. Because because of those of you, those of us that have been laboring in the fields for 22 years, have created an atmosphere of grace. The Lord has created an atmosphere of grace in the midst of our labors, and they step right into that and can step right in and function alongside us. And that's really what we need, not only here, but in all the churches of the saints and in all the places that we actually go out and minister and impart the gifts to. Yes. So I do. I will. I will miss this afternoon, and and I'm, I'm kind of glad that we have this, um, this schedule of afternoon testing, um, because we are launching into some some new territory, and of course we want to measure twice before we cut, <laughs> and um, and so that's exciting. You know, it's it's. I'm sure we'll be back on Tuesday afternoon with that session again. But for now, God is calling us to front to to be pioneers. And so, pray, please pray for the new things that God is going to be doing during this seminar. It's going to be different, but it's going to be Him. It's going to be amazing. Amen. Yeah. Well. I am really blessed by the fact that in this year of wisdom, God has spoken so many innovative and um, brand new applications of those innovations. Um, it, I believe that it's not a, um, it, it's not just a an emergency response. Uh, it's it's something that is going to be built upon. Um, God is expanding our our reach as a network, and this is allowing us to test new ground with all of the folks who are mainstays of the Saints Network. And I, I think that. We in this year of wisdom, we can't overlook that because that's really what wisdom does. You forge into new terrain, and um, as has been quoted many, many times, that that spirit of wisdom came on uh, Bezalel and those women who spun goat's hair, and there was a lot of things. There were a lot of things that God did that under his anointing that were creative and new commensurate with what he was wanting to reveal in that time. So, um, you know, for the most part, the mornings are going to be what they regularly have been with teachings, 
uh, at the same times they normally have been. The, uh, at lunchtime, the Prophetic Presbytery is offering ministry to you. And um, then at 3 o'clock, we enter into a phase of intercession unlike anything we've ever done. Um, we have, by the leading of the Spirit, segmented various regions of our country, various other nations where the Saints Network is thriving. Um, and we're going to pray for those specific slots for each day. And then we're going to connect with the saints um, through Zoom to give prophetic words and insights. Um, that's astounding. And it's not only astounding because of the ability to do that technologically and with players in, in motion to orchestrate it, but in our prayer time, which I was so grateful, you know, it's been... I came here Sunday to speak, and that was a monumental victory for me. And um, yesterday I worked on outlines all day and just tried to pray and work on outlines. I'd already started them, but then life kind of interrupted and the assignments kind of interrupted. But. Um, to come here today and be able to lay up there on that sanctuary platform after almost a month was a great thrill for my spirit. And I walked around the sanctuary and just was giving thanks to the Lord and sensing things that had changed in the realm, even the nuances of it that that uh, were new. Um, and the Lord started to talk to me about Revelation 1 and how that where John was in the Isle of Patmos, it's one of those Greek islands. It's pretty small. We, the first activation thing that we did internationally was in, um, in Athens and in the, uh, the island of Rhodes. Patmos is not far from there. And you can look across and see Turkey, and you can see Asia. And so where John was, was in a region that basically was going out into the Asian theater. And so Jesus spoke to him about the candlestick, and Jesus being in the midst of the candlestick, and to the seven churches of Asia, which Jesus plainly says, the mystery of the seven stars which you saw on my right hand are the seven golden candlesticks, and the seven golden candlesticks. The seven, seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. The seven candlesticks which you saw are the seven churches. That's the last verse of Revelation 1. Now we were talking just a couple minutes ago about how that, you know, you, you also had the churches in uh, in Israel. You had Jerusalem, which is a mighty church. And you had also churches that the New Testament speaks about, Ephesus, which is one of the Asian churches. But you had Antioch, which is was a powerful, powerful place. You had um, 
what Paul had established in Macedonia, in in the Greek peninsula, and I'm not really sure how far west he had gone before then he was in Rome. He had the church in Rome. So those certainly couldn't. What about them? Were they part of the candlestick? Well, Jesus didn't identify them as, as if they were. So here's what I know. The Lord is not confused. And I know that every region has its own touch point for the candlestick in heaven, which is the seven spirits there, the seven lamps. Every region connects there. And um, I, I know that that's the only way that verse can be explained. Otherwise, Jesus was leaving out a whole lot of powerful churches uh, when he talked about the, um, the, seven, the seven churches being the seven branches of the candlestick. So I said all that for this reason. The Lord strongly brought this to me when I was walking in very near where the uh, Kronos and the Kairos area where the Thesaurus is. And I know that we as a Saints Network have our own connecting point with the candlestick. In the places that God has established us, we're, we're touching those locales in heaven and God relates similarly to all of his people, but the outposts around the world all have their own identity, all have their own histemi function, all have their own terio identity, and they all coordinate so that in those areas they have full measure of access to the candlestick or the, the ways, the seven spirits of God. And, and so I guess all of that is said to say that what we're doing in these afternoons is connecting with touch points of the candlestick, of what God has given us to be as a network. And we should not take this lightly. We should not. I had not been studying that. I've been studying all kinds of other things about prayer. And all of a sudden, as I said, the Lord directed me to that to that beautiful first chapter of Revelation. And uh, I know that what we're doing is establishing a new measure for our country here in the United States, for Mexico, for Brazil, for Europe, for every other place where the saints are gathered and it's just really exciting and I just kind of took off and ran with that but you're heading that up oh great prophet well I I was thinking as you were originally speaking and and explaining what was happening in the afternoons that just in reflection of this season um, you know every one of us just through quarantine and through just the the crazy scenarios that we've lived throughout this year um, each one of us has had to not only establish 
that dwelling place of praise in our own home or wherever God had us at that time when we couldn't actually be together. But really teach us how to extend ourselves into not, I mean, we know how to touch the throne. We, we've, we've been trained in intercession how to go, you know, because we know we're positioned at the right hand of the throne with the Lord Jesus Christ. And, and yet at the same time, it's been a tangible activation for each one of us to connect. Mm-hmm. And from, from different locales, even throughout our city, but in so many ways, and I think this was spoken of several times during that season, that what we lived here in Dallas is what many of you live in the outlying areas of the country and of the countries that are represented. You connect here with Dallas, which is the communication, the headquarters, you know, it's, it's, it's the communication center for, for this area. And, and, and you, you reach out and connect. Your spirit reaches out and connects. And you stay connected. You stay, you stay connected. And, and that has been a great discipline for all of our people, for all of the saints over the course of the years. And I just want to commend you and say thank you for doing that. Because for me, who sits in Dallas, who functions in Dallas, um, I know... I don't ever want to take that for granted. Yeah. And so I know that there's a special dispensation of God's grace and his blessing upon you as we go forward. And even the anointing, because what we're doing through the Zoom now and through the airwaves, through the Internet, I feel like we're taking dominion of the, of the Internet. I feel like we're, in so many ways, we know that, that God was in the birthing of the internet but we also know the prince of the power of the air has taken his share i mean he's taken control in a lot of ways which we see just through media but i feel like this week we're taking it's like every place the sole of your feet treads i feel like we're treading on the airwaves and we're taking Mm -hmm. dominion of the internet and, and doing it through intercession and doing it through um, just the spirit of prophecy. And that to me is just, I, I think that it's going to be, this is, this is such a beginning point to something that's going to be so incredible. And so, you know, that was kind of clumsy the way that I described it, but I'm just sharing what I sent. Well, as each one of these locales is fired up together at the same time, that synergy before the throne is going to cause, it's going to cause a response. And I know that we all pray together. I know that like first Saturday really kind of was a forerunner of this, but to be real time able to connect and pray and to focus on specific areas is something that we've not done before. And the Lord, the Lord's the one that said to do it. That didn't come in a planning session. Uh, he said to do this. 
I know. I remember, too. It's just interesting because, you know, the enemy just thinks he's so crafty. <laughs> but, I mean, the one time that I actually spoke to you on the telephone over the course of these weeks, because um, you were down. I mean, you were, at, you, I, you were never out of commission. I never felt your absence in the realm. But as far as functioning, I mean, you you had to step back and and survive and fight the battle God had there for you and and so we also were fighting on your behalf but at the same time fighting on behalf of the 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 life of this ministry and and the apostolic function of this ministry but the one time that I was able to speak with you on the telephone this is what you talked about this is what you commissioned was these what one two three four Five, six Zoom calls, Zoom connects, Zoom prayer, and it was imperative to you because even the timing was was unusual. I mean, you had just come out of surgery. I think you might have still been on the morphine drip, <laughs> but mm -hmm. the time. I mean, it was like imperative for you. It was so much in your spirit to commission this that um, the spirit was all over it. Yeah. But the circumstances to the natural mind would have looked at it and thought, this is crazy. Yeah. I mean, here's this, this apostle that has literally just come out of surgery, a major surgery, and he's, he's commissioning this to happen from his hospital bed um, just hours after you'd come out and still in, probably still in recovery. I just think that's just remarkable because... Yeah. To me, that's a point of dominion. That's a point of overcoming that is just... So we release all of that into this point of ministry this week and, and know that um, he's not going to stop it. He's not, the enemy's not going to stop this apostolic going forth. In many ways, this is an arrow. And, um, but we do ask you to be in prayer. Because that doesn't mean he's not going to try to interrupt it, but he's not going to win. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, we're gonna we're gonna see God do some things that are gonna make us just be absolutely amazed. Yeah. Uh, and so. <clears throat> I I will continue with the schedule here just for the fact that we need to complete it. Uh, the evenings will be service as we normally have had. And on Saturday, you've got two of these Zoom sessions uh, in the morning. And then on Sunday, which is what we announced a couple of days ago, we are going to have a uh, in Dallas we're going to have a prayer time from 10 till 11 it's going to be kind of a prophetic prayer which I think is um, you know, prophetic music and prayer I think that's kind of commensurate with the group that we're going to be linking with uh, in California mm -hmm. and for the young people the younger people 
So at 11 o'clock, we'll zoom in with them. It won't be service as usual. When you, when you connect on live stream, that's what you're going to be seeing. And I know that at the end of that time regarding California and those other uh, Elishas that are in other parts of the world, when that concludes, then we won't have a, a prayer time then, but we'll position to speak words over this Ontario here in Dallas, which actually brings the number to seven. Excellent. We didn't do it for that reason. No, we just, um, I cannot remember who I was speaking with. It was somebody in the network. And they, they mentioned something about Dallas, and, and we were having some dialogue about this communication center here. I think it might have been Vicky Sparrow, but it does. It was it was a powerful voice, and um, and it just made me realize that we should pray and prophesy into this terio. And you had the perfect remedy for that, not remedy, salute, no. Prophetic direction for that. Well, and I had to be the one that approved that. Absolutely. Because it was a Sunday morning. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean. So when you brought that to my attention, immediately the Lord said, do it, do it then. And that makes so much sense from so many angles because, you know, we're, we're the hosts, so we, we don't serve ourselves first. We, any host would serve the guest first. That's just what common courtesy would do and that's what the Lord would do and so it's all going to work out wonderfully so we give thanks to our precious Father in Heaven for this and we look forward to what what all is going to happen in the days to come is there any specifics that you want to talk about to kind of clarify uh, to the folks how this is going to work particularly on Wednesday well <clears throat> the, f- the first hour is going to be dedicated as pastor said to intercession and that will not be live streamed several people have inquired over the last couple of days if those prayer times will be streamed and we've talked about that we've toyed with that we in the past have had live times of intercession through the internet and and that's fine but the most important thing is that each one of us and the terio for which God has us positioned just get on our face and pray and that it, like like was in the the um, the original directive for the seminar God is having each one of us and the terios for which we are standing to stay where you are and to represent him in that place and see what he's going to do in that place but at the same time know that we are connecting on behalf of an apostolic directive according to what God has ordained 
on behalf of different regions in our country, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, to pray specifically each day for that region, but from the place where you're standing. I mean, you draw from that terio. You draw. I mean, it's like the, the stilos. It's like you're the pillar there. And, and so, um, so that first hour will not be streamed, but each one of you has a responsibility to spend that time in intercession before the Lord. Amen. And then during the second hour, which for us, it's three to four. It's four to five, but for the different time zones, it's different. Um, we will be connecting via Zoom you all should have the Zoom Connects for each individual day. If you don't, please contact me and I'll make sure that you do. And we will have the saints from around the country and, and, and some from around the world who will be connecting to be able to speak into that particular region or territory. Now, what we have decided by the Spirit is that Whoever is representing that terio that day has priority in the prophecy. Right. Do you want to elaborate on that? Because that was something that you directed. Well, yeah, we're, we're praying and sowing into, for instance, on Wednesday. That's the two churches in Florida, right? Yes. And... We want them to be able to speak from that place where we have, by, I believe, divine direction, targeted for that prayer time. We want to hear from the wellspring of that histeme. And so that needs to be honored first because that's the receptacle point that God's pouring into. And then as we hear that, then we welcome from there another. Uh, is that all the structure we have as far as? Yes. Yes. I mean, it, it is. This is specifically for saints in this saint net, net, network. Saints in this saint net. <laughs> in this saints network. Yes and you know who you are so um and then just it's protocol be concise <laughs> don't take 15 minutes you know we and and don't let this offend you but we need you to be concise and 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 direct and <clears throat> we don't let this offend you either we don't need to hear a vision from four weeks ago yeah we, we are looking at, at real-time prophecy into that area. You know, we've never done this, but I also almost wonder if we need to put like a two-minute limit on the verbal proclamations that each person can give. And you know what? You can do that. You know, I've been doing these prayer primers and you're usually about two or two and a half minutes. I can say a lot of stuff in that time. And if you just discipline yourself, you can deliver the goods. I, can you imagine 
when God spoke light in the book of Genesis, what all was happening? He said one word. One word. And somehow the the essence of this earth was rejuvenated. And so we don't have to ramble on. Uh, it kind of like reminds me of that Marx Brothers, one of the Marx Brothers movies uh, where Chico, the guy with the funny hat, was sitting at the piano and he was playing. And he just kept playing the same intro over and over again. And Groucho walked over and said, if you get near a song, play it. <laughs> and that sometimes I think, I'm not being critical, but a lot of times we are documenting the words. We're trying to process them. And to hear some of the words, it's like a stream instead of a cup of water. And it's very difficult to, to process when you're not concise what God is really saying through you. Yeah, did you ever hear somebody going on and on and you said, okay, what's your point? Yeah. I'm not trying to be critical or mean-spirited, but we're, I think we should do it, too. We're going to have a lot of people on this Zoom. Yeah, but we can't guarantee we're going to have, like, a, a timer that's going to say two minutes. We're asking you to be disciplined. Yes. Asking you to be disciplined, because I know that this is something that I've had to work on. I think we all have a tendency sometimes to ramble, and, and so... <laughs> it's kind of like when you're baking a cake. You got all these ingredients out there. Nobody wants to hear about all the ingredients. They just want to take a bite of the cake. And I remember when the assemblies came after us, and I was sitting in that Wednesday meeting with our attorney, and I said, I think I need to address this. And he looked at me, and I always remember this. He said, Don't show them your homework, just give them the answer. And that stuck with me. So maybe the Lord in this season is sharpening our capacity to communicate and to say the salient word that God is bringing. And God's all about that. You know, think about it. Your faith is being tried as gold. It's being purified. And what's that mean? God is causing us to become pure and focused and to go from what we were to something that's less but much more valuable so yeah actually this is a real good teaching moment too because we've been talking a lot recently about the fivefold and the gifts of the fivefold and and you know the prophet this is a time of prophecy and it is that salient word it is that direct salient word now the teacher seer you know if we were if this were a teaching i'm sorry if this were a seer kind of thing we'd be wanting the details we'd be wanting the little details the directions and the colors and and all those little details that would be a totally different scenario unfortunately time doesn't allow for that plus the fact the lord said this is to be a prophetic moment so um there's a big difference between those two yeah and, and even so, the, the prophet is supposed to diacrino yeah. judge yeah which means that you sort everything out in your little noggin and you specifically touch the things or the thing that God is saying out of all of those treasures. Right. 
I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, I just... I well, just... I guess I did mean to interrupt you because I did interrupt you. No, I... I just think that, that that was just a good teaching opportunity. So we're not put, trying to put a bunch of rules and regulations on this. We want the free flow of the spirit to move. Yes. And, and we're not going to have a stopwatch that's going to say, okay, your time's up, like they do at the Oscars when they're giving their speech. Um, we're just asking you to be um, to honor the time and to be the prophets that God's created you to be and to to speak in as the Lord leads. And now, if you do have additional words that you would like for that terrio, let's for, say, for instance, we're still in Florida, to receive, you have multitudes of avenues to submit those to them. It doesn't have to be on the Zoom. We just want the essence so that those ingredients are pure. Amen. You know, I, I really think that's something God's needing us to do in these days. I, I was preparing for Thursday morning. I've got back-to-back sessions, and I'm going through this cavalcade of um, um, amazing things that God has taught us over the years about prayer, various things. And when I was looking at, at incense... I thought, man, these ingredients are beaten small. Small. And they were really contrite. And specific amounts of them were added into the mix of what that incense would then become. You just didn't go out and say, man, I stumbled upon a whole hillside of frankincense. I just got it all here. Let's just, here it is. No, it was specified. And that's what the prayers of the saints are. And I think that's really the essence. This is a prayer uh, gathering unlike any we've had. And God is really speaking to me and to all of us about, gee whiz, even in my personal life, God has been beating me small. He's been going over things throughout my life. And just speaking to me about how, okay, you got by with this. I wasn't trying to put one over on the Lord to this point. But now you need to surrender some of this stuff. It's not necessarily bad. But I want you to emerge in this particular area lean. And then there would be another one. And there was another one yesterday morning that I thought, Lord, your spirit is really searching the innermost places. David said, search me, O God, try me. See if there be any way of wickedness in me. And so the onus of this whole time of praying and being an incense person and being a prophetic person is to be concise and to hit the target. You know, sin misses the mark. But when God sends his direction, it's a bullseye. So we've got we've to hit that. Not trying to scare anybody. <laughs> but sometimes it's like you go to get the... What was if you went in the old days, if you went out to, to the barn to get the horse, and as soon as you open the door, ten ponies go flying out past you. I mean, that's great. As long as they don't run you over. You just want one horse. You just want the one you're going to ride. And that's... I really think one of the things God's going to do in this. Now that brings up a question. 
that we probably <coughs> should discuss, and that is we had talked about the possibility of of putting this into a, a fivefold. A fivefold, yeah. Now, how does that work when you're just asking for prophetic words? Well, and is here's that a something news that's still going to be? Here's a news flash. When we've gone around the the world and sat with our little computer and heard people just talk, give their insights. Do you know what's going on in my mind? Like when I'm sitting at the keyboard, I am touching. I'm. It, it, let's say a person talks for five paragraphs. I condense that down to one sentence. And then, however long they go, I then look at all of those sentences and I recognize out of this what's God saying. So, we've been processing this way on our end. That's not what I'm asking, though. Well, well what I'm saying is, what do you, okay, maybe I'm not hearing it. Well, if we're just asking for people to prophesy. Well, what does the prophet do? Takes all the words. All the words that the teacher. Right. And narrows it down. Right. And speaks it. And speaks it. So we'll take the prophetic words and break those down into the fivefold. Yeah. Got it. Got it. And hopefully it'll be easier. It will be. I'm going to be the one that's doing this because you're going to be involved as the presenter. Oh, it's a new title for you at the end of your name. Hagias Presenter. The host is probably, I don't know who. Katie's going to host. I don't know who else will host. So you got to have that when you do the Zooms. Uh, so I'll be listening. I'll be somewhere listening. And I'll then be will somewhere. you actually deliver? No, I'm not. We're not going to have time for that. Okay. Ain't nobody got time for well, that. If we put a two-minute limit on these, we may be done in ten minutes. No. <laughs> do, do you know these saints? I would bet you. No, I'm not going to bet. We're holy Pentecostals. I would imagine that about 30 minutes is going to be taken up by these two churches in Florida. Yeah. So then you open the door to all these other folks that are connected, including our church. Right. So That's I don't so think we're exciting. going to lack for That's so exciting. contributions. That's, do you want to share like the different days, the different areas? or did you Why don't you say do that? that? You are the... Well, I knew that we were not wanting to cast our our pearls out there. Oh, so. yeah, that's but this true. Is, and I'm not saying that the listeners are the swine. I'm saying before the enemy. But you want to do that or you want to wait? Well, we've said that... I think. Why don't we do this? We've already said that tomorrow is going to be the Floridians. So at the end of the time tomorrow, we'll announce who the next day is. Okay, that sounds fair. So don't miss... Yeah. Don't miss out the, on the exciting announcement at the end of the Zoom. I don't mean to be harsh. You know, we love everybody. And I know some people are more garrulous than others, which means they, they speak a lot. Well, see, I, I owned it myself and said that I constantly am trying to hone that in myself. I mean, I get up to teach for an hour, and it's an hour and seven minutes. Well. And then I think the next time, okay, I'm not going to go over 59 minutes, and it's an hour and seven minutes. And then the next time I say, okay, I'm going to narrow it down to 60 minutes, 60 minutes. And it's an hour and seven minutes. 
Well, yeah, I know. I have the gift of an hour and seven minutes. It's it's very interesting. There's just it, when you're when you're speaking in the spirit, I think there's a tendency to. Um, I think I speak like I write, and sometimes I can be a little overly expressive. <laughs> so again, we're not saying to discard the other insights you get, but if. If you feel led to speak, give a salient word. Just be respectful. And if if you have other things that contribute to that or clarifications, normally we would inquire. If somebody says something, if we needed more detail for the reason of the report, we'd ask for it. We're not going to do this this time unless somehow you feel led. Because you're going to be the one that's connecting with these folks. But... You are not bound. You can send an email to one of the pastors of the place. And you can regale with the other things you've seen because it's for them anyway. So don't think that we're discarding the other words you're getting for the purposes of this thing. I don't know how many people we may have connecting on Zoom. Maybe 40, maybe 50. Some of the places are going to have 10 or 12 people at one site. So let's say we have 50 people and they all want to contribute. Well, that's 100 minutes. That's well past the hour that we've set aside. So you see, there's a reason that we're saying let's be concise, both for your development, for the prophetic time that we're coming into, and for the purposes of being able to to honor what God's given us. Amen. So there you have it. Amen. I'm excited. I'm expectant. I know the Lord's going to not only meet us in our time of intercession, but he's going to speak powerfully yes. to his people. And that's, to me, that's, to me, it, this is promotion on so many different levels for the, the saint, for the saints and and I love that. And I love the fact that, that people are just so willing to to step into the new, embrace the new, and um, just yeah. go with it. You know, it, earlier in the year, when we had our March seminar, our congregation here in Dallas were largely prohibited from being here. Remember those restrictions? Mm-hmm. And we said to our flock, establish the dwelling place of the Lord where you are. Set your histeme and your terio as before the Lord. Let God meet with you there. Let there be many points of his light shining all through this metroplex area and the other parts of the state of Texas where you would be living. And to me, this is an extension of that. This is an international, national and international extension of that. And you know, it's been really odd for me this past month to be totally separated from this house physically. Um, and, and God has been so dear in that isolation. You know, in the past couple of weeks, 
My routine has largely been this. I'm up many times during the night and I'm praying. I'm doing other things too, which is what gets me up. Then about 5.30 I get up and I make declaration over lots of different things. 6 o'clock I'm up taking a pill I'm supposed to take. And then once that's done, I go to the front room of my house, the kind of the library. And I remember many, 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 many years ago, in the very early year of this movement being established, I would go in there and pray, and God said to me very clearly, I want to establish a portal of my presence here with you. And I said, all right, that's, that's great. I'm all for that. And then for many reasons, this was the first year, so I hadn't gotten in any trouble by that point. Nobody was attacking those first few months. Um, I remember talking with Paul, and Paul said, you know, I believe that's for a word from the Lord, but he said, for what, for what I recognize your position provides, it would really be good in the, in the next months for you to be here and I felt there was wisdom in that and I'd still go in that room and pray but my point is that by 6.15 I'm in that room every morning now and I'm calling to the east which is something that a fivefold we recently did talked about um, asking God's glory to come and communing with him and it's just been a precious time just me before the Lord I don't have any music cranked up because there's other folks in the house sleeping. I am not shouting so that my neighbors can hear. I'm just communing with the Father, praying in diversities of tongues, listening to Him. You have the privilege of having that kind of commune and more, wherever you are. It seems that that's what the Spirit is doing. He's He's overflowing. Amen? Amen. Amen. So what else uh, with the last 10 minutes do we have do we need to talk about? I see, didn't Pastor Sparrow do a uh, Voices broadcast? He did. And it is up, I haven't heard it yet. It is up on the website and also on the Facebook page. And we just want to thank Pastor Larry. We want to thank all of our pastors and leaders that contribute to that broadcast. Um, it's really a powerful resource. And we talk about the different terios. It's, it's really um, such a blessing to hear the voices from the different Saints Network churches and, yes. and, and areas. So thank you for that. So I, mean, I, I will listen to that. Yeah. Um, just, just, just speaking into what you were just talking about, just about this last month for you and about being um, separated. I think that, you know, this whole season has been, it was kind of launched in that you mentioned the seminar in March and how our congregation was not able to actually physically be here and how unusual that was for us. But it launched us into just the whole, you know, the full-blown quarantine for about a month maybe six weeks where we were not actually coming to the church to physically meet. And 
just the process that God took us through during that time um, was really remarkable because I, I can just speak for myself, but also from so many who who have shared with me. It was it was a time of commune with the Lord like no other, because um, I I had to you know almost like. I had to lay down so many things that were normal for me. We all did. Just normal function. Being here, doing the things that we normally do. Being active in in our function. And focus fully on where he had us in the moment. And that was to, like you said, establish those, those furnaces. You know, establish that furnace in my own house which had already been established, but there was something new that he wanted to do. And, and, and I just have to say that during, the, during those times before him, because I spent so much time just in commune, just before the Lord, I, I, I learned about peace like I'd never known before. I mean, I finally felt like in my life, I, understand, I understood peace. And then it wasn't just, oh, it's just, you know, this is a solitary place where I'm just going to sit in quiet. And it's, you know, there's not the chaos that we usually know when we're traveling and when we're doing, moving about. It was a spirit that, that caused me to, over the course of the time, recommit myself to the mission hmm. in peace. And, and... I, I would not trade that for anything. I mean, it was life-changing for me because, you know, peace is peace is so contrary to what the world thinks that it is. You know, the peace of the Lord, and and really dwelling in that peace, and 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 knowing that, you know, I knew we'd be in. You know, we'd go back to what was some measure of normal in our function, and our going, and our coming. But my spirit was just, I mean, I have, I, I feel like I am, I am complete and dwelling in peace. And my pers- it, it, it totally changed my perspective. Hmm. And I'm, I, like I said, I mean, I know I said to you and I've said to several others, I'm never going back to the way things were before that because I was missing something. And it wasn't, it was on me. And I, I just am so thankful for that because um, it really did transform my attitude yeah. <laughs> and my mindset about this mission and, and just the, the significance of when Jesus commissioned his disciples before, I believe, he ascended, when he came back and saw them after he had resurrected. And, and the first thing he said to them was, peace peace I leave with you and how significant that is because it is our mission and 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 it's the fulfillment of our mission as we dwell with him in the completion of who he is in us and it's just being one with him and I I'm rambling now see I have a good I have a gift of that but anyway I just thought I would share that testimony well I think that's a very poignant word uh I want to assure all of you, as we 
obey the Lord in these touch points of his candlestick, which really means, you know, every every group that God apostolically puts together has full access to everything that the Father has. So the idea that they just have one stem of the candlestick is kind of bogus because that's like saying, okay, you just operate only in one of the seven spirits. So everybody has that full connect uh, if you are walking apostolically before the Lord. So for us, we need to remember what else, one of the most beautiful things in Revelation 1, that Jesus is in the midst of us. He's right in the center of every one of these things that we're going to be offering him in prayer. And remember that when you talk about when you talk about the Father, you're talking about your identity, you're talking about your purpose, you're talking about that commune as a son um, to be to be commissioned by him. When you talk about Jesus, he's your elder brother. He's the he's the one that is with you in your terio. And so he is here in the midst of this candlestick to minister to you and with you and in you in that terio. Jude 2 says that. I, I know that we're going to, as sons, before the Father, whatever we ask the Father in the name of Jesus, I tell you, he gives us. That is our identity. It was made possible by Jesus. But functionally, the Lord is walking in the midst of these candlesticks. He's with you. And where are the seven spirits? Well, the candlestick is that. Uh, that, that is the dimensions of the Spirit of God. And this is wonderful. So look for a visitation of the seven spirits. We are praying all week long to our Heavenly Father. And Jesus is in the midst. How much better? We couldn't ask for anything more. No, and we we have the privilege of of praying for on behalf of this earth and on behalf of the turning. Yes. And 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 repentance of our nations mm-hmm. and the cleansing of our nations and for godly resolution in so many different pockets of the world, we have that privilege to be that one that he seeks for. I looked for a man. We are that one. And that is just, it's it's remarkable. It's not just, we're just like, yes. Yes, it is exploratory in nature. But we have a very specific directive for our intercession Me during too. this gar- during this gathering, and and you know I didn't want to focus when we were talking about the zooms on there's one particular day where it is the region where our government, you know, the seat of our government, and and so um, well we don't need to go there we don't have we don't have time but there's just a, there's a lot of things that are in the balance. Amen. And so just know God wants to use you. Amen. In your prayer. 
and in your declaration. So, how are we doing on time? We have 13 seconds. Father, I speak a blessing over this gathering, and I speak a blessing over every touch point of the saints. May you accomplish everything you want. I thank you, Father, that the enemy's intent failed. We're functioning in power. And we we declare this all expectantly in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Bye-bye.